welcome back to another episode of the fashion designer podcast with t this week we are continuing part two of some of the skills that i think are important for a fashion designer to have so let's jump right in so one of the skills that i think is really important to also have is you have to have good knowledge of fabric um there's so many types of fabrics out there so many compositions to make the materials that you feel and you touch um so many techniques that you know go into creating the fabrics that you have so having a good sense of or good knowledge of how to manipulate different fabrics different textiles it's very important um you can't just sketch and you know have beautiful ideas and not know what kind of materials you feel will translate that better because kind of it's kind of like building a house so you want a skyscraper, you know, you have to think about structurally what's going to make it stand, the foundation, the steel, the concrete, you know, all those things that make it lasting. So it kind of applies as well into, I kind of see fashion designing and architecture as the same thing because you're thinking about the structure and the fit of something, kind of the way you think about the way a house, you know, is structurally built to, you know, hold the shape and to do what it's designed to do. Um, so having a good knowledge of the fabrics that you want to use to execute the designs you have in mind, it's very important. If you're not really good at that or knowing the names of fabrics or different types of fabric, you need to hire somebody or someone you can bounce ideas off of um, that can help you with narrowing down the fabrics that will work best for what you're trying to create. So having a good sense of how to select fabrics um, is one of the skills that I think are very important to have. I personally have never worked with latex, so I would not design something that I think would be appropriate for latex because I wouldn't even know how to sew it. You don't even sew it. There's a there's a stitching technique or there's a gluing technique they use. Um, so all in all, know what you're good at when it comes to working with fabrics. Okay, this one is is a bonus. You know how when you apply for a job, they're saying preferred, not required or required Having an impressive sewing skill, that's a good skill. That's a good tool to have to your tool belt. Not everyone has to know how to sew. Not everyone has to. There's a lot of designers that don't even know how to sketch. And I said that before, that if you don't know how to sketch, in the last episode I said if you don't know how to sketch, you want to hire or be around a team of people who can help you sketch the ideas that you're you know, vocalizing and transform it into something that's 2D or even 3D. Um, so that you can see what the vision in your mind looks like on paper or on a computer or, you know, on a mannequin. Um, so it's kind of the same thing with sewing. You don't necessarily have to know how to sew, but it's a good skill to have as a fashion designer. You may not always have the luxury of being around the sample maker at all times when you want to see how a style is going to come to, you know, life. But if you already know how to do it and you have your own sewing machine, or, you know, it's at this point, honestly, you can learn a lot of things on YouTube. You can learn how to sew on YouTube, get your, you know, affordable home sewing machine and just learn how to put things together just for you to see as a designer, because you would see how construction would work and can also help you with understanding how the materials work with your design. So remember when I said having a good understanding of or knowledge of fabrics, if you know how to sew you're testing it in real time so you don't have to wait for the sample makers to say oh this worked this didn't work 
you kind of already know because you've worked with these things already. Some companies don't require that you know how to sew. Some companies will require you know how to sew. So you can dedicate two to three hours every week, go on YouTube, <laughs> take some classes and, you know, see what you can do to add a sewing skill to your tool belt. It's hard to not have this one. Um, this is time management skills. <laughs> if you're one who is kind of not telling about, you know, being like keeping up to time or you don't really respect other people's time as a fashion designer, this may be very challenging uh, because there's going to be projects um, that are due at certain times and you have to be able to manage your time well so you can give every design, every garment, everything you're working on proper and enough time to um, be fully executed the right way and to fully like evolve and you know do what it's supposed to do uh, but if you're one of those who are you know you and procrastination are buddies this this industry may you may find it challenging because a lot of companies will trust you as the fashion designer to have everything ready before or by the time you say it's going to be ready it's kind of disappointing if you have a fashion show and you have to reschedule just because your pieces are not ready. I mean, people work around the clock to help you make your work and your life easier. So you also should respect other people's time. So time management is very important because you're carrying, you know, so many responsibilities. It's not just designing the clothes, but, you know, organizing everything, the events, um, making sure supplies are in at the time it's supposed to be in, doing the fit-ins, um, hair and makeup. Everything should come together to make your garment stand out. So if you don't manage your time correctly, you're, you and the company are going to have like a lot of issues. People just won't be able to like trust and guarantee that they would have a product when you say they would have the product if you're not really good with managing your time well. Okay, so this one for me, it's, it's quite touchy because some people like this and some people don't. I feel like it's a it's a gift and a curse at the same time um, and I'll explain but independence it's it's a skill you should be able to function with you know yourself by yourself and you know for the goal of what the company has hired you to do or for the goal of that which you're trying to create you should be able to like I said manage your time well but also be able to do stuff without always needing to run it by someone before you move on to the next step. So you, there are certain steps that obviously you would get to that you would need to run it by. For example, if you're hired by a company, you would need to run it by the head of design or, you know, the overall boss, whatever the term is in your company. Um, so there are certain steps that you would get to that. Obviously, you need to run it by people or share it with the team. But then you have to be able to walk around in such a way that you're anticipating the response based on what you've already done. So be independent, be able to run the business, be able to, you know, run this, the script in such a way that even if there's a detour that needs to be taken, it doesn't put you back to the beginning of, of the drawing board. Um, you have already worked in such a way that if they say yes, it goes this way. If they say no, it goes this way. If they say put it on pause, it goes this way. So you're constantly thinking ahead of the game and not necessarily waiting for every yes and no before you make progress. Being independent as a fashion designer, I think it's it's comes from self-discipline as well and like motivation. You have to be motivated. 
you hold yourself accountable to be able to, you know, do things when you say you're going to do them. For example, if your boss is out of town and you know they're on vacation and you have projects to, you know, complete, you can't like kind of wait till they're back before you make sure it's completed. Trust the resources you're, you've been, you know, gifted with to be able to produce what you set out to produce in the first place. So it's a gift and a curse. Some people are too independent which means they don't think they need anyone's opinion. You can't really be successful doing that um, because then you can lean into being proud and pride is really not something people really want to be around. So if I'm working for someone, I like to tell them, this is what I have planned for the week. This is my schedule. This is what I'm going to work on for the next couple of days or weeks or months. And by X, Y, D, Z date, um, I would like to have a meeting so I can touch base and show you where I'm at. That way, they're not like, what am I doing at work? Just confused. I want to be able to take control of my schedule and know that I'm performing daily closer to the goal of what they're expecting of me. Some people, like I said, don't really know how to do this, but it's a gift and a curse. Some bosses don't always want to be lording over you or just checking in with you every single day or having you stop them every two seconds to run something by them. So being independent, it shows that you can hold your own. Having a business mindset is more than just calling yourself the boss. You don't necessarily have to be the boss, the owner of a company to have a business mindset. Um, as a fashion designer, you want to be thinking all around these things that I'm creating, these things that I'm, you know, designing, that people are spending time working on, that we're paying them to work on the supplies, even my time. How is it going to, you know, yield profit? How is it going to, you know, generate sales? And how is it going to generate in revenue for the business? I said it before, unless you're creating stuff for museums or just like art that you know are not wearable pieces you always want to think about how to reach new customers and how to increase revenue and to continue to grow your business thinking along those lines can also help you with the things that you design um, if you know it's going to be over exaggerated and pay probably only two three people in the entire world are going to relate to it maybe you can tone it down a little bit and reach 300 to 3,000 people it's not necessarily being money hungry, but if you're in a business, you should want to generate revenue. Um, so having a business mindset, it, it goes far beyond you waiting to get to the point of being the owner of a company um, to develop this skill. So I always recommend you take business classes, read business books, business blogs, listen to business podcasts. Um, just surround yourself with people who know how to grow something from nothing or to grow something from a small stage to something that's a lot bigger so having that business mindset would help you with marketing you know with generating sales will help you with revenue you know retention or even growth um and that would can even put you in the position of having multiple offers from different companies because on your resume it shows that when you started working with a company they had like for example fifty thousand dollars a month in sales and you took that to like hundred thousand dollars a month until you double the revenue that could help you you know just looking for ways out there to take a business um a, a company and continually scale it based on what you're doing it's a really good skill to have 
the final one and all of the skills that I think a fashion designer should have and like I said there's an extensive amount of skills that would be good for you to have but these are just some and I just want to keep it short and just kind of like a foundation for you to continually do your research this one is very high up in my list like I said none of these are in a specific rank these are just like a lump sum of some of the skills that I've put aside to kind of explain um, but be quick thinking have problem solving skills I cannot stress this one enough um, you have to be able to visualize an outcome once you're posed with like a problem be quick thinking always have that what can I do right now that this is the problem instead of sulking with the problem for example if you're at a fashion show and you notice that a zipper is ripped. You always want to prep for these things because sometimes they do happen. Think about how quickly fashion shows go. Um, so if they're trying to put up a zipper and the zipper breaks, like you're not going to scrap the dress just because the zipper is broken. So you may have to put another dress in front of that model. So you buy yourself a few seconds. And if it's safety pinning it, if it's like quickly hand sewing it, you have to have problem solving skills. This is a tough industry. It's all glitz and glam on the outside. But it's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes. So you have to be able to have a tough skin and be quick thinking. So even if you have to change things around, step in and do hair and makeup at a fashion shoot, um, change your model if, you know, someone falls sick and they can't come. You know, you always have to be thinking on your feet how something could work. Even if you have to cut something, make it a little shorter because the model can't work with the shoes. A lot of things happen. That one, I would say that's my number one. A lot of companies will ask you all these questions when they're interviewing you. How do you react to problems? How are you when you get a feedback? How are you when something gets critiqued? So having a problem-solving skill will help you already when you're stepping into situations where you know anything can happen. This could go right or left, but instantly or almost immediately, you have a solution for them. Companies cherish that when they know that you're not sweating. Because if you're sweating under pressure, everyone's sweating too. But if you're that kind of person who is still composed, but you have an idea of how to fix the problem or move forward from the problem, you're, you're a very valuable asset at that point. You really are. Develop that for your life, not just for being a fashion designer. What are we going to do to still get us to the end result, even though now something has happened? That's how you're thinking. It didn't work out. What can we do better? It didn't work out. What can we do next? How can we still make it work? Okay, if this is not working, what can we do to replace it? Like, always have that quick thinking, problem solving mindset. So that's it from me this week. Part two of some of the skills that I think are necessary for a fashion designer to have. Thank you for your continued support, continue to share and subscribe, and I'll continue to bring you information every week as it relates to the fashion industry. And if you have any questions, feel free to send us an email, leave a comment down below, and we'll respond as soon as we can. Uh, see you next week.